Welcome back to On the Outside. And if you can believe it, this is our preview for the New Year's Sydney test, the Ashes test. We're going to go through the ins now. But I, uh, I for one, can't believe that Christmas is over, New Year's is over. Ready to get into it, Tails. Uh, how was your break? Oh, brilliant, Fanders. Absolutely brilliant. My partner and I both got sick, uh, but not COVID. We oh. weren't sexy enough to get COVID. Everybody else getting COVID. We mm. didn't. I've just got a horrible cough and just sort of coughing on people around the office. They're coincidentally just going down with COVID the next day, but I'm fine. Just the smiling assassin, just dropping like flies. Well, in Hobart or in yeah, Hobart and Tassie, particularly, it's uh, left, right, and centre. So it's uh, it's affecting everywhere, not just cricket at the moment. But um, yeah, as I was saying, I can't believe that we've already got through that beautiful time between Christmas and New Year, and we're back into the uh, back into the cricket. One thing though that we were talking about over text tales was. Mm. The New Year's test, like it's in the middle of January. When is it? It's bloody... Well, exactly. You can't call it the New Year's test if it's a week after New Year's. No. I... What the hell is that? Well, I was actually, I was, I was watching something else today, a joke about, you know, how long into the New Year can you say Happy New Year? And someone said three days. That's the max you can say. Larry David. Yeah, Larry David. Couldn't remember exactly <laughs> now you said it. And now I feel like it's the same. We can't call it the New Year's test if it's in bloody on the 5th. We both sort of started today, Tails, on the 4th. Great call, yeah, great call, Vanders. It's I think I think the fifth is excessive. That's really excessive. And you know what? They're going to get this is karma. It's going to rain. It's going to rain all day in the first on the first day. If they if they'd have started it properly, we would have almost been done by now. We probably would have won. Well, I'll just tell you a tragic tale from my from my youth. Tales when I must have been ten or eleven years old. For some reason, and I still feel the same. I thought the New Year's test started on New Year's Day. I think I just associated with the Boxing Day test, New Year's test. I can see how you and would work that just out. Just for like kid, three yeah. or four years in a row, I was just devastated when at 11 o'clock the cricket wasn't on. I'd be searching the channels and couldn't find it. Um, so, you know, still obviously haven't learned my lesson. But we are going to just chat about the New Year's test, the ins and outs of the squads, the big questions, Ooh. chat out the weather, and uh, also just touch on COVID as well because it is going to be a bit of a factor affecting both squads. Tails, England have decided not to get anyone in from the Big Bash um, into their squad. Fact that I like it. I like the fact. I think the team already struggling with confidence. It would be very devastating to be in the traveling squad and then have someone pulled out of the big bash over the top of it. But who's in the traveling squad? I don't even know who these guys are. Folks? Folksy. Folks? He can't bat yeah, he's though. A keeper. Yeah. I think bat a bit. Hasn't he got isn't it something like he's got the best average of all the debutants in the last like five years? Well, like he's six, averaging thirty one or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One not out. That's the beauty of you about down the order, though. If you come in as that wicket, oh. you can sneak some red ink. Oh, how about, speaking of sneaking red ink, how about all this shit that's gone down this week about how Mitch Stark, legitimate all-rounder, is higher in the rankings than Ben Stokes? You see so many tweets like, oh, well, since 2019, Mitch Stark's averaged 35. Uh, Ajinki Rahane has only averaged 28. Like, for fuck's sake, guys. We well, know. Mate, all right? He's batted like 10 times. You're the one. You can't claim it. You're the one that wanted him to be above Cummins in the batting order. So you, you're the yeah, one saying so spreading that's, it. I don't want him to be taken. I don't want to be told he's better than Ben Stokes. Well, also, I think Ben Stokes only makes runs against Australia as well. So um, we rate him quite highly compared to what his, uh, his stats actually say. But the England, just the one change. Robinson mm. out, broad back in. Um that we both talked about. That's probably what I what we would have done. Robinson's just a little bit sore. He's young, looks a little bit unfit, and uh, and just looks a little bit mentally cooked. So I think that's probably a pretty good change for England. 
Yeah, look, it's probably it's probably the best attack they can put on the park, I would say. Yeah. Um, maybe Robinson for, for Leach. I think they just have to leave Leach in. They have to leave Leach in the side now. They just have to just set and, set and forget. Exactly. I don't know if Broads... I don't think he's going to change the series. I think he's going to be... I think he's going to be better. I found it very interesting how the Australian batsman said after Adelaide, he was the one that tested them the most. Now, I think there might have been a little bit of... A little bit of shenanigans in that. I don't think he's going to change the series. Really help? Yeah, it's probably more surprising they stuck with the batsman over that. Well, I think who was there? To, who was there to really bring in at the end of the day? To be, I mean, the blokes you brought in, you can't just bring him in for one test. So you got to give him another go. You probably can't drop Hamid because you've dropped Burns already. So that's your openers. Um, you know, with with the comedic value of Hamid though as well. Like I meet in the field. It's just so much fun. I, re- I just feel so. I just he's just he's just not up to it. As in the pace and the bounce. No, no, he's just I not. Just, I just feel for him. Let him, play, him. let him play on the subcontinent. So that's fine. Yeah. Or in the West Indies or something when it's just low and slow. That's fine. So the only, I mean, the only one I thought they might have been able to sneak back in somehow with a bit of, bit of shuffling would be Pope just to try and get him some more experience in Australia because yeah. he he is, is a future batsman. There's no doubt he's got talent and just needs to. To get some more experience, is it a good test as a batsman? The MC, uh, the SCG, and by that I mean, is it a good test for batsmen to play in? Because it, we never seem to take a lot of wickets there, so I feel like it'd be it'd be a good place to bat, isn't it? The SCG, like if you're a, a middle order player like Pope, it's probably a good time to bring him in. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, historically it's been will turn, uh, but good place to bat, but will turn. Don't want to chase runs, but now obviously, well, no, obviously, it just doesn't seem it hasn't, hasn't turned in it hasn't years. turned in two decades. So fucking annoys me. How much does it annoy you? Yeah. Like when just like, oh, maybe we ought to pick Swepson. Mate, it has not turned in 20 fucking years. And the two spinners we used to play there were Warner McGill. Yeah. And McGill was a big turner. He was big, turned it twice as much as bloody Warner did. On to, on to the Aussies, uh, Taylor, as you've uh, shuffled us along to it. No Swepson has been picked. Um, look, there was a lot of talk getting ready for the subcontinent. Where did you sit on the on the argument for, and I'll go first here, but where did you sit on the argument for playing him for the sake of playing him? Because I don't like the idea of playing someone for the sake of it, but I also think that there's no doubt Swepson's earned a spot in the team. It just hasn't been the right time and he's good enough. So... You know, I can see the argument for for testing out before the subcontinent, but you're testing him out against on a pitch that maybe isn't spinning against batsmen that aren't necessarily good at spin, like he'll be facing the subcontinent. So it's kind of more of just getting him around the playing group, really, than it is actually testing him. Yeah, what's the point? Well, what's it? You're right. Like, it's apples and oranges. There's no point blooding him in in a, in a game against England. So what? He plays the test, maybe he takes four wickets. You know, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, he's rough. Pakistan and, and Sri Lanka and India then, is he? No, of course he's not. He's probably going to go to Pakistan and get walloped. But, yeah, there's no point playing him now. Well, and the pitch the pitch doesn't seem like it's conducive to the uh, to the spin anyway. Apparently, it's very green, which I always thought if it seems it spins, Thanks, according to morning, yeah. but, but it doesn't turn into that, that dust ball that we're, uh, well, that they used to used to uh, enjoy at the SCG. So, he's, so there's no Swepson. Um, and interestingly, with Hazelwood still nursing that side strand, Boland is that nearly a month? Yeah, Bernie played the first test, so we took you know crazy to think. So Boland retains his spot, which I thought was interesting over Richardson, unless Richardson still has a little bit of a, a soreness. But I would have thought he'd be all right now. It seemed like more of a precautionary last test. 
Cummins said today that he was still a little bit injured, but I mean, that it feels like he was just like oh, like he was covering a bit. Like yeah, if you when was the last day of Adelaide? Was it the eighteenth? So that's two and a half. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. Looking at this wide. Yeah, you have to be, you'd either have to be injured or fine. You can't still be sore. So, but I mean, obviously, Bowen hard to look past, but it did feel to me like I felt like he would have been fairly accepting that it was most likely his one and only test and soak it up, which he did. Well deserved. He probably wanted it to be his only test. Yeah, just so he yeah. could walk around and be like, figures, I took six for seven yeah, and they dropped me. Figures Fuck are going to get He'll probably exactly. take even more. They'll probably take even more and they won't be able to not play him at, at, yeah. uh, in Hobart. Um, so, yeah, that's the, the bowlers set there. So, no change. But looking at the batters, tails, Trav Head, as we know, missing due to COVID, um, which, is, which, is a massive, which is a massive pain in the ass for him. Very curious that he's the only Australian uh, cricketer that got it, isn't it? Extraordinarily curious, I would have thought. But, hey. Uh... Yeah, you've spread it to the, spread it to the boys. Um, so Usman Khwaja has come in. They haven't decided not to go with um, Mitch Marsh, which you felt like was more an option they would have if they wanted to bring Swepson in with that extra little bit of batting depth to, uh, to deal with the extra bowler. Um, so that, that makes sense. So Usman Khwaja in. I am excited about this. I feel like he's just such a relaxed character now, getting dropped, knowing he's probably not going to have a test career as big as he probably should have with his talent. And I feel like he's kind of accepted that and he's just so easy going at the moment. Like his attitude is just seems great. Yeah, look at that. So I was genuinely surprised they picked him to bat at five, considering that he was, you know, he was talked about as a as a top order option and he could probably bat in the top order in the subcontinent, I would have thought. Um, if they were really interested in him. So I was I was surprised they picked him to bat at five. I just think it's you know, the series is over. You don't need him to win. Like it'd be tougher if it was, you know, two-two going into the fifth, and Travis Head was out, and you'd probably go for experience then. But in this situation, I just didn't see the point. I thought the guys that they brought in were pretty instructive, weren't they? They brought in Inglis. You think, okay, Inglis is not going to play. Like, what are you bringing him in for? And he's never really shown a lot. Well, I think it was. I think it was COVID cover. I honestly think it was just COVID cover. Yeah. Yeah, good point. And good those point. three, Marsh, Maddinson, and Inglis, were kept away from the rest of the squad. Yeah. In fact, they had to drive to Sydney from Melbourne. Maddinson, you think, look, I mean, I know he's been around the squad. No, I genuinely thought he'd play this summer because they really like him, but he's not. Yeah, he's not brilliant. Let's not pretend like he's going to change the games. And Marsh was probably the only one, as a batsman, in form, that was a chance. But you're right. Picking Mitch Marsh to bat at five. I suppose we're all waiting a bit, though, for, uh, for Cam Green to actually... You know, kick on a little bit with this. Yeah, team, yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's obviously got the talent, his performance, and shield. So they just hoping to give him enough time that he can get his performance under his belt, so he doesn't lose confidence because that's the last thing they also want. But I, I'm actually happy with Uzi. I think picked in the squad, he can bat. There's no doubt he can bat five for mine. So you pick the squad. I think you have to back the squad you pick. Otherwise, it shows a huge lack of confidence, especially if you're winning. But almost then on that England side, if you're losing, I think it's very important to stick with your squad because otherwise, it's just like you're throwing fucking everything out of the window so um, which England are probably at but I think it just you know you've just got to battle through especially now 3 nil down so on the on-trap head tails obviously with COVID and being out of the squad there's um, 
And Chris Silverwood missing with COVID. He's confirmed COVID case now, the English coach. Yeah. So he's going to be... Wouldn't it be amazing if they just come out and start playing free and bowling really full as well? Just pitching it up constantly and the batsmen are just... To me, it's just all of a sudden hooking and <laughs> it'd be great. Yeah. How do you think it's going to... I mean, it's obviously going to affect the squads quite a bit. It's good it's on the back end though. So they, you know, they don't have to isolate for too long now if they can just get through the rest. But I... From being in Tassie and in Hobart at the moment, as well as obviously the rest of the, the country, but from being in Tassie, there is a lot of COVID here. And I know 100 people in Tassie is kind of like 3,000 people in Sydney or, or Melbourne because of just because everyone's yeah. so close. Everyone from Tassie will know, everyone knows everyone. But I have my serious doubts if there will be a test match in Hobart. I think it's probably less likely than more, than, yeah. than will happen. Yeah, I, I am genuinely doubtful whether or not there will be a fifth test. And obviously that means that, that Hobart won't get one. I don't think there's much chance of there being a fifth test, to be quite I, I would probably put it as a 30-70. Yeah. And all it takes is a couple more positives uh, amongst the amongst either yeah. side, to be perfectly well, And honest. England don't. Like, they're already called. People have, people England don't have been be saying, like, be. take them home. Like, there's not. Yeah, exactly. There's not a lot of hunger, I don't imagine, from the player or the administrators. No. Um, to 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 push through anything that is is a bit dodgy. Yeah. So, uh, and especially down here, like there's no st- restaurants are shutting down. Larry at Red Flight and Center because they don't have the staff because close contacts have to quarantine. Like it's Bawa. yeah. So um, so that's yeah. You say 70, 70 30 on happy to be proved wrong. I really do hope. Mm. Um, but I think less likely than than likely. Yeah, I think it's. A, I, I do think it's very it's very unlikely that England will play that um that fifth test. Oh. We'll want to play that fifth test, to be honest. And I feel like Australia, we, for test cricketing nation, as much as we, we like watching it, everyone likes watching it, the Australian players themselves love a rest. They do love a rest. They've had a, they've had a big couple of months, so I'll probably be uh, looking forward to... Give a spell. They've played four tests in two years. Yeah, but T20 World Cup, T20. No, you think Alex Berry's done fuck all? Yeah, yeah. What's that thing? I saw Swepson's played three games or something in the last six months, and one of them was a great game. That's the problem with chess cricket now, isn't it? You uh, well, because Swepson would have been the World Cup too, T20. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's the problem yeah. with all your extra squad members. They don't actually get any cricket time into the belt. Then when they they get dropped. Yeah. Another big factor into this Sydney test they're talking about is the rain. The, the forecast is pretty poor, yeah. um, at least for the first three days. Um, what do you think is going to happen there? Day one is going to rain a lot. Mm. I think it's going to rain a hell of a lot. Uh, look, lifting the curtain, and we are on the outside, and occasionally we get to peek on the inside. Lifting the curtain, Channel 7 have prepared a lot of rain-filled material, mm. like a lot, yeah, a shitload. I did predict, the, what was it, the Gabba test? I said wouldn't we would only get thirty percent. That's true. I was thinking that before. We need to be very careful. Yes. So I have. I'm, I've learned from that. Brisbane's di- Brisbane's different though. True. I, I think we'll get three days. I think we'll get three days total, which could be enough for us. Yeah. How long do you think a result is needed? I think probably three and a half. I have faith in England in this one. Yep. I don't know why it's completely yep. misplaced, misplaced, and it's based on nothing. Just the floor of averages and win a win a back. Broad came out during the week saying a lot of frustration in the English squad because 
Australia aren't world beaters, and then England are making Australia look very, very good. And I thought, I thought he's he's right, hundred percent. But as soon as he says anything like that, it's hard to it's taken as like a oh, you just because you're shit. Like it's hard to uh, take. So I thought that was quite funny. I feel it's a bit like remember when we played grade cricket and like we play a miss or something and we get abused and mm-hmm. people are like you're shit. And you're like yeah, we are. We know it's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like Broad should have just taken that approach to be like, look, I'm having a go at them. They're not that good, but I'll tell you what, we are. We're shit. We're really Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when the the, the leg spinner bowls full bungers and people get caught on the boundary and takes Pfeiffer and everyone's like, he got Pfeiffer, but he was shit. And you're like, yeah, but you know what? He got Pfeiffer. I can't help but feel this is a very pointed comment there. (laughs) No, no, you're always always through the gate. (laughs) Flippers. No, no. But... You know, no matter how shit that the bowling is, the batting's shitter because you got out. So you got out exactly. It's your fault if you get out. But not I just, mine. I just bowl the ball. Tails. The last thing I wanted to touch on. Uh, I've heard some rumours during the week swirling. We're on the outside, so we only catch very minor glimpses when the curtains are sort of ruffled by the rumour breezes. But Ricky Ponting has been. Well, linked is probably too strong a word, but there's been some conversation about him, England looking to to use him possibly as the next coach. What do you say about that? Have you heard have you heard the like? Do you reckon Pondy I feel like he hates he hates England too much. Oh, uh, I don't know it's about the the hate for England. I think it's just that he um I've heard him speak about it recently. It's the time. It's just too much time away. And he just doesn't want to spend that time away. You know who is a genuine chance though? even though he quote-unquote hates England, fucking Justin Langer would do that job. He would absolutely do that job. And if we ax him, which we probably will, I could see him taking over with England. Well, Gary Kirsten's also throwing his hat in the ring as well. Surely Ponting is a good shout for Australia's next coach. Again, it's the time. He just doesn't want to spend the time away, mate. I, I just think, what, if you're him, what do you need to do it? These kids are growing up now. They have a crack punter. You play golf all they want. He gets to do. He gets to scratch his coaching itch in the IPL. That's what ten weeks a year. Commentates here and there. Yeah, he, he's living. He's living the dream, and then just getting a consultant. Yeah, consulting occasionally, which brings back up why the hell? And I'm, I'm digressing here as we do on the outside. But why the hell did England not get an Australian batting consultant? Why don't they ever do that? Well, they've had they've had Australian bowling coaching, but just to get a batting coach. Well, you're in Chris Rogers, Hayes, Tubby, or Mark War. Chris Rogers, yeah. yeah, he bloody he loves it. He's always Caddick or something like that. Like surely there'd be one of those oh. guys that would fucking love to do it, and all they would just say is, it's "Mate, this- high yes. hands, like don't don't yes. me, don't go with the low hands, please." And it's the same thing. And then don't don't play like diagonal bat shots outside of stump. Yep. Leave it, or fucking smoke it with a just bang, just hit through it or leave it alone, son. Yeah. Straight bat or square bat and pump it. Don't don't just no back foot drives. No back foot drives. Every year. Every team. England. God. Sick of saying it. Bring me on board as the batting coach. Oh, fucking better job. I'd be interested Sorry, in seeing that. That was a rant. That was a rant. Uh, fair enough, man. Is I feel like you've been sitting on it all summer and you needed to get it out. So good for you. Well, that and that and the English bowling lengths. Fucking two things. Tails, predictions. Yes. Predict for me. What's happening? Draw. You're going draw. I am going a draw, and I'm yeah, going for you know what? Fuck it, I'm going for a test century for Uzi. Yeah, no, a huge fan of that. Yeah, come on, Uzi, get a test time. What do you got? I'm going for. I don't know. If this is a prediction. It's more as just a headline that I would love to see. But mm. Boland does it again. Yeah, yeah. Chit-chit. Late, 
late day three, Bowen just the exact same thing. Rips through. Was it Ryan Harris that came in and like into the one day team and just used to take like four or five every inning? He had like 20 wickets after five games or something like that. I hope Bowen could do the same, just constant. That ball he bowled to Alistair Cook at the Wacker, best ball I've ever seen. Oh, it is. Doesn't get the love it deserves, though, I don't think. No. What's, who's Still your friend? Who's your, who's your commentary friend? Always plays the... No, she always plays the... Comments to root. Oh, Georgie. Georgie Parker. Mm. Always plays that one. The Harris ball, without a doubt, is 20 oh. times better than that. It's so good. It's so good. And to be Have a chat to her about it. I don't oh, want to see the Cummins one again. Look, I already told her. Well, she'll listen, she'll listen to the show. She'll listen to the she, show. She does. You're right. Yeah, good point. All right, Tails, we've got our predictions. We will see what happens, how much rain we can get away, mm-hmm. and we will uh, we'll reflect, review, adapt, stay COVID safe, and we'll talk after the New Year's test. See you then, Bandit. <laughs>